0: My guest today is Pure Joy, introducing Scott St. Marie from Depression to Expression. As a YouTuber, public speaker, and anxiety expert, Scott shares with us a glimpse into his 12-year journey with anxiety and depression, while sharing tangible tools and exercises to do in everyday moments that we all struggle with. I've been using Scott's guided sleep meditation that has over 2 million views on YouTube. And it's culminated in this amazing conversation designed to help you combat stress and overwhelm along with feeling joy and appreciation for the life you lead.
1: How hi. are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh, my gosh.
0: I just have to tell you, like, it's not it's not like I'm, like, I don't know, having, like, a fan moment or whatever. But when someone is in your ears, when you're going to sleep for <laughs> months on end, and then you finally get to speak to them face to face, it's, like, a little bit of a weird thing. So, hi.
1: Yeah. Thanks. it's Hey, it's weird for me, too. It's, like, come on. That's, the, like... I, I talked to my sister this morning about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going on this stream and this person uses my meditations to for sleep. And it's just like, I'm, like, it's such a strange thing that technology has given us, but I am flattered. Hopefully my, oh my voice gosh. is the same. Uh,
0: it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting to see. I need to hear the exact script because I know it off the heart. I'm only kidding. Um, Scott. Such a pleasure to meet you, and um, I've been following your journey for quite a while now. I had absolutely no idea you were actually from Canada, right here in Toronto. Am I right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm like right at the right at the airport.
0: Oh, oh, wow! The water. Oh oh my gosh, that's That's beautiful. That is so
1: beautiful. My goodness, what a view! I know, man. Yeah, we just moved uh, about a month ago. Um, Whereabouts are you?
0: I am in Vaughan. Do you know oh, it? Of course I know. <laughs> I, I was raised in Newmarket. Oh, wow. Market. Yeah. So that, that's the weird thing about this whole world, right? Is that like you might be one place and then suddenly you realize you're closer and more connected in a way that you ever would have thought to some random person on YouTube yeah, who's yeah. now not random anymore. Okay. So Scott, listen up, listen up, listen up. <laughs> So I then started this coaching platform about a year ago, just under a year ago. And I've got this beautiful, like close tight knit community of predominantly women of those women. They're predominantly moms and anyone and everyone is welcome. But what we are trying to do and what I'm trying to do for them is to create the space that offers them the daily motivation and inspiration to be the best version of themselves. So, Mm -hmm. Sleep, for example, as well as wellness in general, has been a massive topic for us. And I have this morning show, Minx Your Morning. If anybody's watching this from your audience, my name is Liat, and uh, I'm here on Minx Your Morning. I'm a coach. I'm a video blogger. I used to be in the world of marketing, and I left it and said goodbye after 13 years, and I'm so happy to be here rather than there.
1: Yes.
0: And um, really, what I wanted to talk to you about was, you know, I know you're a public speaker you have your podcast and you have this huge YouTube channel, which I very much look up to because we're YouTube YouTubers as well. But the reason I was drawn to you is because when in my search, looking for a guided meditation to put me to sleep calmly without like weird accents or strange, funny noises of birds or weird things in the background, (laughs) like I stumbled across yours and literally it's the only one I listen to. Oh and with, and I have been telling my audience for months now that if you have problems with sleep, because I really encourage them, like to try rise a bit earlier than the children, especially so you can have a bit of time to yourself before yeah. you have to like go 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 with the kids, and that means going to bed a bit earlier and getting a calm sleep. So I'm going to hand it over to you. I'm not going to do all the talking. I would love to hear just a little bit about you first so that anyone who's watching now and most probably later on, because this will sit on my IGTV, how did you even get started with this journey of doing meditations and helping people with their anxiety and their sleep and their depression and all these kinds of things? I would love to hear.
1: Well, it's a lot of mental health advocates. You could call us. I'm an advocate for like feeling. I've discovered Mm. that Uh, Mm. fully feeling every emotion, but, You know, we have our own personal experience, most advocates, so this was like 12 years ago. I got this funky diagnosis with uh, generalized anxiety disorder and clinical depression. And it's it's crazy because my life was perfect, right? And we're so privileged in so many ways, but it, it doesn't really matter, right? Feeling depressed, clinically depressed, let's call it, and anxious all the time. There's no boundaries. There's no limits to that. There's no group that suffers more than another. It doesn't matter if you're rich or if you're white or if you're black or if you're a child, if you're an adult. It doesn't matter, right? There's no boundaries. So I was struck just like, what the heck is this new kind of emotion that I'm feeling? It was so foreign to me. Yeah. Like like constant anxiety. And you're like, well, why? Why Mm. am I feeling this way? And then- Mm -hmm. Anxiety was first, and then what happens is you, people become so exhausted of fighting, constantly fighting the intrusive thoughts, negative thoughts, constantly fighting you know, muscular tension and, and feeling just neurotic all the time. And then that yes. leads to depression because you're so exhausted, it's almost like giving up. So yes. the two are really correlated, and I was dealing with both. But you know, like any problem I've ever had in my life or challenge, I'm like, yo, what do I need to do to solve this baby? Like I, I, something's obviously wrong. So that's when meditation came in. That's when a whole bunch of, you know, um, diet alterations came in therapy. I tried everything, everything. under the sun, everything. Wow. I've been a human Guinea pig for 12 years and finally found, uh, you know, within the last two years found things that really, really work for me, but it took a really long time. And a lot of the information out now wasn't out even 10, 12 years ago, as far as like diet and specific kinds of meditation and specific kinds of therapy and different kinds of exercises. So it, even in, you know, you look in science, it's like, okay, how far we really have we really come, right? We're still giving people antidepressants and they've been around since the same ones since the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of ways, science has come a long way uh, with mental health and um, it's been a heck of a journey. So that meditation, that you, that you listen to <laughs> quite often, which I'm so flattered, that was done a few years ago, and I started the YouTube channel to, to help other people with anxiety and depression, and to kind of you know, help them you know, not take 12 years, as long as it took me, but it was just like almost video recording the journey that I'm going on, yes. sharing everything with the world that I'm learning as I'm moving through. And any type of coach or guru, you can't honestly admit that you know everything and that you found the destination, that you're there and everything's perfect. We're always learning, we're always growing, and that's the, that's the beautiful thing, right? Mm. So that was one meditation that I put up uh, as many, uh, there's a lot of others too. But what I find when I'm coaching and helping people is with the meditations, you, you need to start from a place of compassion You need to start from a place of knowing where that person is at right now, rather than saying, okay, well, you should be here. Why are you actually here? Let's focus on the future right away. No, you start with, okay, maybe you're feeling a little stressed. Maybe you had a really rough day today. Maybe the day really didn't go as. Oh, there it is. I can hear your voice. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And, And that's okay. And people are like, yeah, you know what? Like, Toxic positivity is one thing I hate in the world of Instagram and the internet. Let's just admit to ourselves and take the pressure off that, yeah, maybe today was a really crappy day. Maybe the kids were crying. Maybe this happened. I had to rush to the doctors. And now we've got COVID. And then I didn't have time to work out. And I had coffee. But that made me more agitated <laughs> because I needed to wake up, right? And yes. Like, you know what? A lot of people it's hard to find someone where they're really not doing the best they can with the tools that they currently they have, have, right? Right. So right. people are doing what they can out there. They're doing their best. So you have to start in any coaching session or any relationship or any conversation that you have. You start with a place of compassion and understanding. And then there's like mutual trust right away. Trust is the foundation of any relationship. So totally. With the mental health stuff I do, it's like in order to build trust with, like, an audience when I'm speaking or, or in a video or doing one-on-one uh, sessions or small mm. workshops, mm. It's, it's being vulnerable, talking about my own story, having, like, uh, a foundation of trust and being like, okay, Scott's obviously an honest guy to tell you about this stuff. So, you know, there's going to be this dialogue now we can take part in. So oh. it all starts with compassion and feeling. Yes.
0: So powerful. And as you're talking, I'm thinking about so many things. One that really strikes me is that you're saying you started your journey about 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And only about two years ago did you actually start to find things that really, really worked for you. Yeah. So what's incredible about that is that you kept pushing and you kept trying and you kept going. And that is so admirable. I mean, I can't even imagine what you were dealing with, but I deal with people on a daily basis that even myself where like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this anymore. I don't know if I feel like being an entrepreneur, if I feel like, you know, putting myself out there consistently on YouTube, getting low views, whatever it is. Yeah. And you just kept pushing for so long because it is a journey and it is a practice, right. To get there. Right. So I think that's really amazing and very respectful.
1: Yeah. It depends like what it's so easy to give up like you can't blame people for giving up and being like oh my gosh i worked so hard why continue to move on like that's a completely normal human response after 100%. after trying right and like so first of all i tell people like they don't expect anything from life anymore but i tell them that life does expect something from them
0: from you and you kind
1: of Yeah, it's pretty badass, right? You like that one?
0: Oh, I love that one. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Right? So life is expecting something from you. Other people are expecting something from you at at a certain time, so you don't give up because there's way more ahead. But we can't blame people for, yeah, thinking those things, but it depends what you're you're measuring. I would have given up a long time ago if I constantly compared to other YouTubers or any uh, other speakers or other podcast hosts, whatever it may be, but... If you just compare to how you were like three weeks ago or a month ago or even yesterday and you're like, you know what? Yesterday I couldn't focus during that meditation. This time I focused for six seconds. And you know what? Like six seconds I'll is take better it. than two seconds, right? I'll
0: take it. Absolutely. Yeah, so
1: like if you can see progress that way, I think for me personally, that's how I just kept going because I kept seeing continual improvements mm. and kept tweaking things one thing at a time half a thing at a time, right? Just step by step by step by step, knowing that it's all about about the journey.
0: Oh, incredible. Yeah. Another thing that I, I've noticed in your content, and I'm looking at it from two angles, A, as a content creator myself, but B, as a consumer of your content, wanting to get the levels of relaxation, calm, focus, whatever it is from you. And I've noticed that your content is very unique, very unique in the sense that you have a very interesting tone to your content. It's quite serious, but also playful, which I really love. And when I saw your post about your 100,000 100, subscribers or, so, or million subscribers, I don't know what right. it was, 100,000, yeah, like and you were them. like, this is fucking ridiculous or whatever <laughs> it is, and we should not be celebrating. I was like, I was blown away by that because you could have been like, Oh guys, look what I got. This is awesome. But don't measure yourself by numbers. But, but you were like, I'm taking a freaking stand against YouTube and saying, this is ridiculous. Yeah. This should not be happening.
1: Yeah. Ooh, it, that it, was it, power. It doesn't make me happy in the slightest to have that reward. The reward is, is I myself improving, right? That I don't tell anyone else. It's what I see in my an experience in my private life. Right. Having more joyful experiences, feeling emotions more fully, being content with sadness and and, you know, um, the whole spectrum of emotion. That's the reward for me. And when when you're given rewards for subscribers, for people clicking, that is something like that. I preach with students and go to schools in Toronto and tell kids like, no, this is so (laughs) absolutely backwards in our culture. That people value this stuff like our values are totally backwards when it comes to again what what we measure and how we find ourselves to be successful like what does success mean to people it might mean money it might mean likes it might mean fame and all those things are completely backwards like that's maybe an end goal but what you're doing to get there that's like the juicy stuff that's what people need to focus on so yeah the the subscribers and and views i got cut off like, like any YouTuber probably got caught up in that, when you change from a hobby to a career, Correct. you can ruin some things, as you Correct. probably know, mm-hmm. um, but you still need to to make it playful. You still need to not take it too seriously. Too seriously. And it, it started like, yeah, I can't take myself too seriously. That's the other thing.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: people say, you know, every day you get an email saying, Scott, thank you so much for your videos. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's it's easy to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, awesome. I'm,
0: I'm killing it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. But there's a difference between self-love and narcissism and you got to play that. You got to toe that that's, line. A big,
0: big difference. Yes. yes. I totally yeah. agree with you. Okay. So that's awesome. You're clearly doing a great job. I mean, I don't know. I found you out of nowhere on the algorithm of YouTube. I'm so happy that I did. I want to talk about that meditation just for a second or not specifically that meditation, but if anyone has never listened to it, your sleep meditation, and I tell this to my husband, I'm like, there's only one other man that could put me to sleep, (laughs) like he can, (laughs) in a very different way, and that's you. Okay, within 12 minutes, I'm out, I'm done. Yes. (laughs) What do you think, or why do you think a guided meditation for sleep is so impactful and important? Like, why is it that we have such trouble disconnecting and like calming ourselves and falling asleep? Like we used to as kids. Well, Mm. some kids, some kids, not all kids, but my kids, like they're out like a light when they finally shut down.
1: Which is amazing. So there's a few reasons and and a guided meditation, it, it, I, I hate to break it to you, but it depends for each people, but it's actually not necessarily only the guided meditation that's helping. It's the ritual before bed. And the ritual that people are creating is, mm. okay, I'm going to listen to the guided meditation. Yes. My headphones in. I have my phone by my side. It's 12 minutes before bed. And that's a ritual. And that's what kids uh, and parents know. Good Kids have a bedtime routine. Yes. And the body actually knows subconsciously and the mind knows that, okay, I'm getting ready for bed. The lights are dimmer. I'm brushing my teeth. Yes. I got my PJs on. And people are really having trouble developing a ritual, and a guided meditation is a, is a shortcut to mm. actually subconsciously creating that ritual. And people don't really know why it's working. A, That's a it good can point. Be, it can yeah. be the voice and the soft tones that definitely helps. But mm. people need to develop like a solid bedtime routine, which is why so many people, uh, me included, I, you know, you travel for speaking or whatnot, and you're in a hotel. And yes. people get great night sleeps the first night at a hotel because it's not your routine. You're not the comfort of the bed and the pillows and the environments all changed. The your bedroom should be the safest, most beautiful place in the in your in your whole house, mm. right? Because sleep's mm. the foundation, mm. and then moving is the
0: foundation. Then in- beautiful. I just I feel like I want to go to sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you one of the parts that I love about your meditation is where you talk about where you encourage the people that are listening to think about a moment in their day that brought them some joy. And you speak about when you walk to work in like direct sunshine. Mm. And I'm like in that moment, such a tiny thing, but such a beautiful moment. You know what I mean? Like it's that, it's that mindfulness. It's that gratitude. It's all in that one moment of that meditation where I'm like, Oh yes, I can feel the sunlight. Because you you were walking through it. It's it's just amazing. So if anyone has not watched it or listened to it, not watch it, listened to it to put you to sleep, I highly, highly, highly recommend. It. And I will continue pushing this Thanks as long you. as I have this platform. Okay, so.
1: You're the reason. It's got all that view, all those views. Uh, That's, <laughs> well, it's
0: all you. Me and 1.9999 million other people. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway. I think um, it, it's important to like, and and you could probably list a million things and i'm sure you share this with like your followers and stuff about those those simple things in life and i'm trying to word this correctly like that is exactly what life is mm. like we we keep waiting for the monumental moment but we miss everything in between like having breakfast and making tea is what life consists of therefore that's all life is It's about walking to work. It's about soaking in the sun. It's about things that we mindlessly do. Like we're walking to work, but we're already at work. Like we're already there. We're not actually in the walk. And when you realize that like you, I don't know, maybe this comes from just experience and living even longer that you just know that, okay, yeah, there's monumental moments and there's big things here and there. But if I'm just living and just thinking about those things, I'm missing 98% of what life is. And if we keep skipping those, it's like we we decrease our lifespan by a hundred years. It's about the small things, man.
0: And I think it slaps you in the face, especially when, well, when I became a mom, I won't speak for other people. Yeah. But, you know, you you think it's what you want and you just, you know, you want to have the, you plan for it, you try for it, maybe you struggle for it. Then you have the baby and then it's like, you know life just kind of goes and goes and goes and you're chasing you want the bigger house you want Mm. to immigrate you want you know another child you've just had one but you want it's like that that constant like i don't know craziness like diving for the next thing yeah and then then eventually and hopefully now um you get to a point where you realize hold on a second you're missing all the good stuff right you know, the being awake in the middle of the night. Like, I mean, my daughter, sometimes when she still wakes up, she's four. I'm like, this is a beautiful moment. When am I wow. going to get this again? I'm done having kids. So like, I'm not going to have those nights again. I need to savor it. Yes, right. I'm tired, but I can come back to bed and listen to your meditation. I'll be good. Let me go <laughs> give her a cuddle. So yes, but, I totally yeah. agree.
1: You're so, so right. And it's, it's, it's amazing that you're, like, that you're mindful and, and really soak those moments in. Is like, how oh, can we be sponges for those moments? Even when the moment's really uncomfortable too. Yes. Like you're getting up in the middle of the night to feed your child, like, mm. oh my God, you'd rather sleep. The bed was so warm. Exactly. But, but our <laughs> memories don't necessarily remember the, the uncomfortableness and the pain we were in. Yes. That would really suck for women too. Because every time you thought about childbirth, you'd be like, oh
0: my God, no, oh. the memory, the memory. Oh.
1: Right. So, don't even go there. Don't even go there. <laughs> so the pain, the pain luckily vanishes yeah. with, with time and yeah memory can become beautiful even for a painful mm. moment, right? Totally. So totally. to embrace those painful moments is like, yeah, I'm all yeah. to that.
0: I hear yeah. you. Okay, so um, before we finish up, I have an important question for you. I, myself, and I hope I speak for some others, have those moments in the day where um, especially now in these uncertain times where I'm anxious about something, whatever it is, I'm anxious, I'm feeling overwhelmed with my to-do list, or I'm anxious about the kids going back to school or, you know, something is triggered in everybody's day that like makes them feel this level of general anxiety, overwhelm and stress. Mm -hmm. Can you give us, Maybe like your favorite go-to or one or two tips. I don't even know how to ask this in the right way, but something that we can take away from you that I can think about and do in that moment to try and calm myself down. Have you got like a tip for us? Uh,
1: So many tips. I'm just trying to decide which one because my toolbox is pretty big after
0: 12. It's
1: nice. It's so fun when you, it's actually, I'm going to use the word fun. When you feel anxiety and you feel overwhelmed and you're like, okay, well, I've got a thousand things I can do and I know the top ones that are actually going to help with this. So let me think here Amazing. for a second. We'll take a moment of silence. I, I think it, it what, with that example, people's to-do lists are way too involved and broad. Yes. Okay. And that, like just thinking about, okay, you have – take the kids to school, you have get up in the morning, make everyone breakfast, You then you have the work to do, and then you, okay, I want to do a 45-minute workout. Oh so by the time you're done your to-do list and you're in, it's in the morning, because it feels good to get to done in the morning, you're looking at like 15 things and you're already feeling overwhelmed with how much you have to get done, right? So the classic example is how would you eat an elephant, although I wouldn't recommend it. It would be very cruel. But it's, one yeah, bite it's at a one bite at a time. So, so how can you actually minimize or, or really focus on that to-do list for more tangible things? And how can you cross things off right away so mm. you make them even smaller? So say it's in the morning and you're feeling super overwhelmed. In, in a real height of anxiety, what I would have done is I would have put brush my teeth on that list. Mm. I would have put get dressed on that list, especially mm. with depression, too. I would have put go for a five minute walk on that list, right? I would have put um, even, you know, grind coffee, instead of make coffee, you put grind coffee first, you put all the steps. So by the time even your first 45 minutes of your morning is done, you can see how much you've crossed off. Oh, so it gives you momentum? Sorry?
0: So it gives you momentum. It, like, it makes you feel accomplished.
1: It gives you so much momentum, but the studies suggest that like, there's so much dopamine that's actually rushed into the brain when you actually see these accomplishments in front of your face. That's why a lot of people, and people can nod if they agree, that if you have a to-do list, but then you do something that's not on your to-do list, you'll mm. put that thing, extra thing, on your to-do <laughs> list and cross it off just because you know it feels yes, good. Yes, right? totally. So it feels so good. So to get that little dopamine rush and to feel like you're more in control in those overwhelming times, you have to really focus on your to-dos and make them really, really specific, small, tangible, small, tangible goals.
0: I really like that because I think we kind of forget about those little goals and those little things that we need to get done and jump to the big stuff, which overwhelms us even more because it's like I can't even get to that because I've got to do all the other things. May I ask you one more on this? Can I give you a scenario?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. Go for it.
0: Okay. I'm assuming, I'm not sure, 100% sure, but I think you don't have children yet, right? So not yet. Imagine there's like a bunch of, I don't know, you're speaking in front of a bunch of kids at a school and you're feeling like they're getting unruly and getting your focus away from what you need to be doing. So like picture me at home, my kids are like getting in my hair, getting on top of me enjoy, like irritating me. And I'm where well, you cannot just disappear and go for a walk or, you know, you can't just put on your meditation because there's actually people or things or life around you that you have to in, like, um, what's the word interact with. Mm-hmm. What would you do in that moment? Just to like keep yourself focused and centered.
1: Well, it depends if, uh, so you have to kind of be mindful for a second and think about, okay, is this just a physical sensation of frustration and my mind has been pretty silent? Or has there been thoughts that have triggered this frustration? Too, Ooh, right.
0: interesting. So yes.
1: the thought could be like, oh my God, I hate my kids right now. And then that's causing like <laughs> all of this frustration and any parent, if you say that, that's okay sometimes, right? Like kids can be, yeah, you can, you know, you don't have to use the word hate. It's a strong word.
0: I get I, it. You don't have to censor it. I get it. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean we don't love them. Honestly, it doesn't exactly.
1: mean we don't love them, 100%. Exactly. So, so it depends. You have to be mindful. Okay. Is this just the physical sensation or did it actually start? And can I be mindful if it started with a thought? Mm-hmm. Now, if the, if it starts with a thought and you're overthinking,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, what my favorite three words are you ask yourself, is this useful? And that's like a really quick cognitive trick that, if I, love it, that. Like, I hate my kids so much. And then you ask yourself, okay, is that really a useful thought right now? Is that helping me achieve some goal? Is that helping me actually calm down my kids? Is that helping me live a better today? Right. Mm. And the answer nine times out of 10 is no, it's no. Yeah, it's not a useful thought at all. And what you can do is when you keep playing that little cognitive game, you get a lot better. And your mind subconsciously will have those unuseful thoughts just fade out like clouds. And then yeah. the useful thoughts that you begin to reprogram lowers. And what you're doing with the deep breath, and you can tell this to yourself, is okay, every deep breath that I take with my diaphragm up and down, what are you doing when you breathe? Like, what happens when you breathe? People are like, well, oxygen and CO2. It's like, no, with the diaphragm, with the diaphragmatic breathing, You're actually massaging the body with the diaphragm. You're massaging the intestines underneath, the liver underneath, the pancreas underneath. So you can imagine for a second that, you know what? I can't go to the masseuse today. My kids are crazy. This is going on right in front of me. I don't have time to put on my headphones. I'm going to give myself a nice body massage. Ooh. Right, and focus on the stomach and the diaphragm. Yeah, so that's that's my go-to.
0: I am not letting you go now. We need to <laughs> just keep going for another hour or two. I'm getting some, I'm making notes by the way. I always make notes with my guests. I'm like, oh, and then it's funny afterwards, people are like, were you writing while you were talking? Yes, I'm writing. I'm taking notes. I'm listening. Yes. Oh, oh it's way gosh. more
1: fun than, than reading like, I don't know. I'm kind of done with, with self-help books.
0: Oh. Uh,
1: like I've read so many over the yeah. years and it's just yeah. way more fun to talk to like you and learn things from you and exactly. other people,
0: so, right, I so. so. I so agree, and this is exactly why I do this, and I'm so, so, so grateful. You know, every morning I do a, a five things I was grateful for from the 24 hours before. This yeah. is for sure gonna be number one. I'm very, very grateful for your time, and your attention, and your focus, and your meditation that I listen to at night. Thank um, you. Before we go, can you please tell people where they can find you, uh, you know, how to interact with you, how to consume your content?
1: Yeah, um, so all the links are in my uh, bio and Instagram. So the best place would be depressiontoexpression.com. That's yes. it, depressiontoexpression.com. That's the way we got to move from closed off and huddled to expansive and expressive mm. and open Amazing. and vulnerable like a daisy. <laughs> uh, so that's the way we got to go. In my In my Instagram bio, you get a free ebook that has like 55 pages of years ago about you know my experiences with anxiety and depression that's totally free and when you're signed up for the email newsletter I send about one email every two months but I'm coming out with an anxiety (laughs) course for people a full course five hours of content it's going to be everything I've learned over the last 12 years and Um, what what good
0: timing like the world needs this now more than ever yeah. And I think it's just only going to continue. So that's really, really smart.
1: Yeah, I'm At really, point. really proud of it. It's a, it's going to be amazing. It's going to help so many people. Um, and it won't take them 12 years like it took me to kind of figure this stuff out. So <laughs> that's the good yeah. news. Yeah. And,
0: yeah, and if anyone wants for some reason to hire you or bring you in as a public speaker for whatever community they have, how do they reach you through your website?
1: Yep, through depressiontoexpression.com. dot I do parent groups. I do um, kids, even from grade three to twelve. Really? University. Really? Yep. Yep. Grade we do,
0: three. Yeah, Interesting.
1: We do, we do mindfulness with uh, with grade threes. I even did uh, a few presentations to JK, and we we talked about worry really?
0: virtually, virtually.
1: Yeah, not with, not with uh, the younger groups, but with high school, it's been oh, virtual. Oh, with high school, and okay. And then with, uh, with companies, businesses, that's been virtual as well. Oh my gosh, yeah. this is so
0: amazing. It's like, I wanna bring you in for my kids. We're gonna to have to just wait a little longer, I guess, till we can somehow
1: do it in person. Yeah, we'll do like a Google Hangout thing, and you're just in Vaughan, so we can always come downtown or we'll meet love that it. way. We'll
0: go for love a walk it. and hang oh, out. Love yeah. it, Scott. Such a pleasure to be in your presence.
1: Thank you. Uh, nice to
0: see you, Scott. See you nice soon, to see no, you no,
1: too. And we'll definitely thank you. keep chatting. <laughs> Bye.
0: Right. This episode was recorded on my Instagram live platform as part of my daily live show, also called Minx Your Morning. In case you want to watch this interview, head over to the show notes and enjoy it straight from my feed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Minx Your Morning. If you enjoyed it and found it valuable, I would love it if you could take a moment to write a short review. Rate this episode and also subscribe to the Minx Your Morning podcast. That way, other passionate and driven people just like you will be able to find it. And if you're interested in kickstarting your dream life, book a complimentary trial coaching call with me over at www liathorovitz.com, and come and hang out with me over on Instagram. My handle is at liathorovitz. Have a minxful day, and see you next time.